Grammy winner and member of the acoustic duo Tingstad and Rumble. Eric Tingstad is with us today to talk about their latest CD, A Moment's Peace. And find out where your favorite New Age artists will be appearing this fall in our Fall Concert Update. This is Escapes, the audio version of the newsletter from Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. It's show number five for October 20th, 2005. I'm Pete Habe. You know, we originally planned on releasing this show later this month, but we had a great opportunity to speak with Eric Tingstad and wanted to get the interview out to our listeners in a timely fashion. So Eric's with us today discussing his work as part of the Grammy-winning acoustic duo Tingstad and Rumble. We hope you enjoy that interview. We've also got a few concert updates for those of you who'd like to see your favorite artists live on stage in the next month or two, plus our top 10 track list, and we'll tell you what you can win in our upcoming November contests. Once again, here's a list of our top-rated tracks over the past 30 days on Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. This will be our top 10 from September 20th through today, October 20th, 2005. In at number 10 from the CD, The Healing Spirit, it's Diane Arkenstone's The Secret Garden. David Arkenstone comes in at number 9 with Another Star in the Sky from the album of the same name. Number 8 is Delirium with Remembrance from the CD Karma. Streamlines Sandcastle charts at number 7 today. That's from the Echo Lake CD. Number 6, Aeon with Indira from The Woman's Touch. Ademus hits the number 5 spot with Amati Adea from their debut CD. In at number 4, Out of the Hive from the Uru soundtrack by Tim Larkin. Kevin Wood takes the number 3 spot with The Ritual from his latest CD, Sacred. At number 2, from Peter Sterling's recent release, Shadows of Mist and Light, it's Road to Shambhala. And at number one on the Mystic Soundscapes radio charts for the past 30 days, from the CD Music for Healing, it's Peter Davison with Expanding Soul. That's the Top Tracks report for the past 30 days. Remember, we post our weekly top five on our homepage every Monday at mysticsoundscapes.com. This month, we've got concert sightings and dates for the music of Tingstad and Rumble, Gary Strautsis, Anya Minogue, David Lons, John Doan, and Kim Robertson. Eric Tingstad and Nancy Rumble are in Juneau, Alaska this weekend, October 22nd, at the Chapel by the Lake. They're appearing with David Lons November 19th at the Carriage House Theater in Saratoga, California. And you can find them in Washington, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota during the next few months. Check their website at tingstadrumble.com for more on their upcoming tour dates. If you like the haunting music of the harp, be sure to see harpist and vocalist Anya Minogue November 4th in Framingham, Massachusetts. The details are online at minogue.com. Flute master Gary Strautsis presents Along the River, beautiful traditional flute songs of the Indian peoples of the Northern Plains in Yelm, Washington, November 2nd. Visit GarySTroutsis.com for more info. 20-string harp guitar composer John Doan can be found in Grants Pass, Oregon, November 11th for a Celtic pilgrimage. Details are at johndoan.com. Pianist David Lons is doing a piano workshop and mini-concert at the Washburn Piano Company in Bellevue, Washington, November 5th. You can also see him touring with Tingstad and Rumble a few times over the next few months, including a February date in Korea. See davidlons.com for more information. Harpist Kim Robertson is at the Southwestern Harp Weekend October 28th through 30th in Asheville, North Carolina. 
More info is at southeasternharps.com, and she's also performing in several California locations throughout November and December. See all the details on her website at kimrobertson.net. That's a sampling of the upcoming live shows for some of your favorite New Age artists. We try to post current information on our website at mysticsoundscapes.com music, and you can always visit the artist pages on our website as well for more information. the number one guitar and woodwind duo in the country, folks. They create beautiful, classically inspired music. Their album Acoustic Garden won the Grammy for Best New Age Album in 2003. We're talking today with classical guitarist, Grammy winner, and Seattle native Eric Tingstead. Thanks for being with us, Eric. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Listen, I'd like to start near the beginning, if you don't mind. Uh, we won't go, like, all the way back, but how did you and Nancy first meet, and what ended up being your first project together? Well, Nancy and I have been together for 20 years. We originally met at a festival in Oregon um, back in the early 80s. And then when she moved up to the Seattle area from Oregon, we hooked up in the spring of 1985 and uh, started our first project, which was called The Gift which is a Christmas album, a holiday album of acoustic instrumentals. And that's actually a Christmas classic, I believe. <laughs> Thank you. And that's quite popular, and, and a lot of our listeners constantly request tracks from that album as well. Well, we were one of the first people in, I mean, doing, doing that. I mean, that first year um, that we did that, you had George Winston's, and of course then you had the Mannheim Steamroller and the John Fahey, and, you know, as near as I know, that was kind of it, but by the... By a, by a year or or two years after that, then uh, everybody started doing uh, you know Christmas albums, and now of course you go at the Christmas selection at Christmas time, and and you got to sort through the chaff to get to the really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, now you guys have been together so long, actually, that a lot of people make the mistake in assuming that you're married, which is okay. not correct. We are married, but just not to each other. Does being together for that amount of time still feel like a marriage, though? Yeah, Nancy, yeah, yeah, I think so. Nancy talks to me like that, you know. <laughs> you know how that is. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, of course. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a certain, uh, you know, a language, you know, a, a way of that you just talk to each other, just kind of cut to the chase and, and get on with it, so to speak. Right, and it is like your family anyway, so that's, yeah. that's a good thing. What about um, the process that you both go through when you're creating uh, a new album or new music? Can you sum that up or describe what you go through? Yeah, sure. Um, the basic arrangement, way that we go about doing things, is that I will um, conceive of the song first in terms of a guitar part. And I'll come up with something on the guitar other than just a chord progression, you know, um, in, you know in standard chord form, I'll, I'll be in it in a different tuning, or I'll come up with a guitar riff or a hook or something. And um, and what I may happen is I may come up with two or three or sometimes even four parts that kind of would all fit together, and I'll give those ideas to Nancy, and from that she will um, call the, the melody that's in there, or she'll devise a melody to go around the parts, so then we get back together again, and she'll say, okay, here's kind of what melody I would play on top of these guitar parts. And that's what we do most of the time. There are a few tunes where she has written the entire song, and there's a few tunes where I've written the entire song, and then there's a few tunes where we've just 
sat in a room together and just started noodling and came up with something. Are there songs where you've just completely uh, improvised? You know, the, uh, no, not really. I mean, improvisation is, is not really a word that, I mean, people use that with us, but it's really not the way we approach things. Hans and I are um, very methodical and very lyrical um, and very theme-based composers, and so we're sketching and, you know, coming up with, with a melodic content as opposed to just something that's just sort of free form in the truest sense. Okay. It's more of an approach that a, that, that, that a classical composer would take or, or a pop songwriter, you know. I mean, Mozart, in his infinite wisdom, was able to just come up with something the first time and that was it. And, of course, most of your composers, even just singing people like Beethoven, you know, there's numerous sketches they have found to, you know, that ended up being the ninth or whatever. But in terms of like something like Mozart, there never were any pre-sketches. Everything was just done in his head and then written down for the um, as initial initial moment. Your CD is called A Moment's Peace, your brand new CD. Our new one is called A Moment's Peace, correct. Um, I know the title pretty much says it all, but what in particular made you stop and say, hey, we need to do an album like this? Well, it's interesting because Nance and I, we, we write a lot of different kinds of music with different themes, whether it's going to be a Tex-Mex kind of a piece or a, or a Celtic piece, um, sometimes a little even more Hispanic in terms of uh, the national Spanish town, and we've got some Native American influences, and so... A lot of our albums really extol those kinds of varieties that, that we come up with. And we started writing this, this album and coming up with the pieces and found that most of them just really fit in a much more down-tempo, sparse kind of an arrangement of an approach. And even though we had some up-tempoed pieces that we thought about including, it was just kind of like, well, you know, an album of a bunch of mellow pieces with... Uh, with one or two up-tempoed, certainly doesn't make as much sense as, you know, an album that's mostly up-tempoed with a couple of mellow, you know, like like most pop records, like a rock record, you know, there'll be six or seven or eight, you know, really driving tunes, and then there'll be a couple of pretty ballads, but it kind of doesn't work very much the other way around. So we just, you know, just made a call and said, well, let's just do an album that's just the two of us with minimum, minimal overdubs. The only overdubs you'll find on this is when I have to play like a melodic little hook or something, a little melody line on the guitar. I'll overdub it with a nylon. Nancy stuff is, is not overdubbed. It's just all played straight through. And none of it's done with a click track or anything funny. It was just all done basically live. And then just parts were, you know, performances were edited together, much like you would do in the classical world. You know, they'll go in and perform an orchestration and then they'll just cut it up and use you know, the two measures from this pass and the whole section from this pass and, you know, cut and paste. But uh, nothing is really done to an orchestrated click track. Well, that's amazing. I'll tell you, I received the album uh, just about a week ago and have listened to it for the past week and it's just absolutely beautiful. Well, thank um, you. There's a lot of beautiful new tracks like uh, there's Chaco, Twilight. One of my favorites actually is the title track, A Moment's Piece. Uh-huh. And then you also tossed in three songs that a lot of people will recognize. Tell me about those. Well, you know, we have been performing uh, Wonderful World now. Actually, Nancy and I did record Wonderful World for a, a Hallmark project. Oh, gosh five, six, seven years ago, the same time that we did our Disney project. And we've just continued to perform that piece, and people have always been asking, well, what CD is that on? And we're going, well, it's on this CD, but it's out of print. And, right. <laughs> and oh, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And so what's funny is that the, the rest of the songs really had the same production value and approach as what we've applied to Wonderful World. 
We've been wanting to do Somewhere Over the Rainbow for quite some time, and in fact, do it the way it was originally written, with the original harmonies, the original arrangement, which is what you've got on that record. Of course, not without the, the lyrics aren't there, but, right. but the music, the melody is written there, and most people, we have a lot of fun with playing the, the introduction to the song and saying, you know, this is the most popular piece ever written, and, um, <laughs> but you, you're not going to know what it is here until for the first, you know, 45 <laughs> seconds. <and> That's right. <laughs> always a lot of fun. Did you know what, did you recognize the beginning? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we did, we did crazy. Um, you know, Willie, I'm a big Willie Nelson fan and uh, just love country music. I mean, almost... These days, if you want to go find a, a good pop melody, I'm afraid you're going to have to dial into Nashville because a lot of the current pop music, in my estimation, well, most of the music, pop music these days is, is rap music, so you don't have a melody per se. It is, that's true, and, and a lot of the rap music actually uses old music in it. Yeah, yeah, so. and I, I love, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a lot of the rap music and the ingenuity and the sounds you know, right. that they're coming up with is just, but you know they're they're playing with with sound bites with sound files and then creating a composition that way. Nothing wrong with that. But you know if you want something you can sing, you know you're gonna you're gonna have to look to some older tunes and uh, and and of course at this point you know I can say you know head to Nashville because uh, beautiful beautiful music written out of Nashville. I know those songwriters are just some of the best. They're amazing actually. Yeah. Is there a song on the new album that's one of your favorites? Well, gosh. I mean, in terms of recording, no, I don't really think so. Um, performing crazy right now is a lot of fun. That one's really under our belt. Um, really, truly, uh, don't quite have um, somewhere over the rainbow. I mean, it, honestly, it, it can take a year or two to really perform a piece um, live the way you want it. It's just a whole, you know, your body is a, chemistry is in a whole different spot when you're performing live as opposed to sitting down and being in your studio and just being the two of you. So, right. Um, well, I'm still working on, um, still working on somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, Chaco's a nice piece. That's a lot of fun. A lot of people have, over the years, have really enjoyed a piece that we wrote many years back called um, Medicine Tree, and uh, and we have a number of pieces in what you know, sort of the Native American um, spirit via Hollywood, you know, I mean, you certainly have to take, you know, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, a little bit of reservation when you're talking about, you know, Native American. That's true. Higher <laughs> music, because it's really, it's what, you know, what we came through to understand through pretty much Hollywood and the old in, the old movies, you know, where they would come up with uh, soundtracks. But there is just something about that modal um, thing that really... Uh, is earth-connected, and that's truly what people are just talking about, is that connection to the earth, to the land, and that, that kind of comes through in the music and then sort of comes up with the, you know, the Hollywood, uh, the Hollywood vibe there. You guys have played in, you know, speaking of different locations, places from Carnegie Hall and national parks to, like, the park down the street. Where's one of the most interesting or favorite places that you've played over the years in your career? Oh, boy, that is a, shoot, there's another tough one. Certainly playing in Yosemite um, was really neat, being up there on, uh, facing across Half Dome. I can't remember the, well, the, the big cliff that we were up there performing on, but that was, uh, was, was pretty amazing. But... A lot of it for us, a lot of times, it's just the really small little halls that we get to play in that have amazing um, acoustics in them. Right. It's a little Grange Hall on Bainbridge Island, which just sounds wonderful. Um, 
you know, they're all just great. They really, they really are. I, I, I need to come up with a, the ultimate favorite spot. But, you know, we're heading up to Juneau this weekend, and we're going to play in a little chapel that's um, it's kind of a big chapel, but it's uh, up on the university campus up there on right next to the lake. Always a real nice place to play. And actually, we just played a little chapel a few days ago down on Fox Island, which is uh, down by Tacoma, Washington. So it sounds like you guys really have been getting around. Well, we have, yeah, and you know, our, we're starting to lose our memories here, so <laughs> we should have written a lot of this down. Well, I noticed, too, on your website that you've got something coming up in uh, Korea? Well, yeah, yeah, looks like we're heading to Korea in February. Um, How did that come about? I don't know, I guess it's good to send us to the second coldest place on the planet. <laughs> you better talk to your wife there. In the middle of February, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually, uh, my wife does our booking and uh, our touring work, and, but she also handles David Arkenstone and David Lons and Will Ackerman, and uh, David Lons has been over there a few times um, right. under, under her auspices. And so um, we're just getting routed in there ourselves. That's awesome. The two of you always seem, uh, I noticed, to be working on a new project or always have something going on aside from your touring and stuff. Is there anything planned for the near future you'd like to, to share with the listeners? Well, gosh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. I've, I'm, uh, I'm almost complete with the Beatles project that I've been working on for a few years um, here now. You know, Speaking of trying to come up with songs that have beautiful melodies, right? Um, that's just really been a lot of fun um, to just really... You know the wonderful compositional elements that are in the Beatles music. Right, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it is real. It really interesting because <laughs> um, it started out one way and just kind of ended up as you just kind of just keep peeling the layers back. There's just so much going on in there, and, and I've included a lot of my friends on this again. Uh, Nick Moore uh, is on it. Richard Warner will be on it. Um, accordion player uh, Merle Allen Sanders is on it. These are people that have all been featured on on past in our uh, project. And our bass player, that was amazing. Gary comes in. He's, I said, Gary, you want uh, you want me to send you a, a you know compilation of, of these songs? He goes, No, man, I know these songs. I don't, I, I just want to come in and play them as I remember them. I want something fresh. I want something new. And and it was just it was so much fun. To, <laughs> That's great. It's kind of, it's kind of like you know you guys go, God, you guys have heard these songs before, you know. <laughs> Well, A Moment's Peace is available everywhere right now, folks, including uh, Eric and Nancy's website at tingstadrumble.com. And uh, also with the holidays around the corner, of course, you've got to pick up the holiday favorites. Uh, You guys had a brand new uh, CD last year, Comfort and Joy, as well as Peace on Earth, right? Yes, yes. Comfort and Joy is is the one we're really proud of. That's, you know, a new release. Um, We have two Christmas CDs, The Gift and Star Wonder, and once you've done two Christmas CDs with all the big hits, you've pretty much covered them. you got Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls and We Three Kings, and right. you can get all that on, on a couple records, um, 20, you know, have a couple dozen songs. But then if you want to go even farther, you know, with Christmas music, now you're really getting into the secondary and the tertiary pieces. You know, you're dealing with stuff from the Messiah and the Wassailing Song, and these are, these are just amazingly wonderful pieces. Um, and they don't quite have a, sort of the, that campiness, you know, that a lot of, uh, you know, that we associate with some of the real popular Christmas pieces. Um, so that's what we did with that, and we really enjoyed doing that. And you can get, we've just actually signed up on CD Baby to get to get our uh, that one and, and a moment's piece. So that's where we would direct people to go to, to pick up the new CD. Okay, CDBaby.com. That's right. Eric, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you with me today. Thanks so much, and uh, good luck with your upcoming projects and tours. Thanks so much.
from the new CD, A Moment's Peace, here's Tingstad and Rumble with Twilight on Escapes.
the East Games podcast, and that was Twilight from the new CD, A Moment's Peace by Tingstad and Rumble. To find out more about these amazing artists and to grab your own copy of the CD, visit TingstadRumble.com. Before we wrap up the show today, let me remind you that Winterscapes, our holiday music station, is on the air and going strong. You can check out the website at mysticsoundscapes.com slash winterscapes. I heard from one of our dedicated Winterscapes fans, Teresa, wrote in a few weeks ago, says she still loves the station and recommends it to all of her friends. Thanks for that, Teresa. Much appreciated. If you're a listener, we'd love to hear what you think of our winter station. Send us an email if you get a chance. And if you're an artist and you'd like us to consider your Christmas music for airplay, send it along. Our mailing address is posted on the website. November contests? We've got quite a few planned for you, including a free copy of Tingstad and Rumble's new CD, A Moment's Peace. Watch our contest page online November 1st for the details on how you can grab that prize. And as we get closer to the holiday season, we'll be giving away some cool Yuletide prize packs that I think you'll enjoy. So be sure to check our site as often as you can, especially as we round the corner to Christmas. Some really fun stuff is on the way. That's it for the show today. Enjoy the rest of the month. We're planning the next episode for early November. Until then, I'm Pete Havey for Escapes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>